The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Today we celebrate another one of the twelve. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Wednesday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Feast of St. Bartholomew. His name means Son of Ptolemy. Scholars believe he is the same person as Nathaniel, mentioned in John's Gospel. John says he is from Cana and that Jesus called him an Israelite incapable of deceit. The Roman Martyrology says he preached in India, Greater Armenia, where he was flayed and beheaded. Tradition has the place as Albanopolis on the west coast of the Caspian Sea, and that he also preached in Mesopotamia, Persia, and Egypt. St. Bartholomew, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for part of my sins and grace to me this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today we celebrate the feast of Saint Bartholomew, also known as Nathaniel. You may remember well the scene in today's Gospel reading. This is the beginning of St. John's Gospel. John the Baptist has invited Andrew and John to follow you, Jesus. They started following you. And when you turned and saw them, you asked, Quit queries. What are you looking for? They asked you where you lived, and you said, Come and see. Rather than giving you the coordinates to find a place, or sharing with you my location. Just come with me and see for yourselves. It is always more effective, isn't it? A picture is worth a thousand words, they say. So better come and see for yourselves. Well, after spending that day with you, Jesus, Andrew and John probably told their families at dinner everything about you. What they have seen and what you said that day, and very likely they suggested the same thing to them. 
you have to meet him. Come and see him for yourselves. Peter and James did come and see you, and after meeting you, Jesus, they started following you. Then we read about Philip. The next day, John tells us, you, Jesus, decided to go to Galilee, and there found Philip. He met you and followed you as well. And finally, we arrive to the passage we read today. Philip found Nathanael, the Gospel says, and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael didn't seem convinced. <laughs> Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of, of Nazareth? <laughs> Wow. Well, we don't know what experiences he had with people from Nazareth. But apparently, he didn't quite like them. <laughs> Now, that could have put Philip off a bit. Sure. Philip wanted his friend Nathaniel to follow you as well. But it looked like his friend wasn't interested. Does it not happen to you sometimes? It certainly happens to me. That you want to help someone to share your faith with them. Or they show no interest, or they make excuses. Does it not happen to you that sometimes we prepare conversation to help a friend, and they politely change the topic because they don't want to talk about it? Of course, we could get discouraged. But we could also learn from Philip, and use the same infallible strategy. <laughs> we can invite them to meet Jesus in person. The picture that is worth a thousand words. Now that we are praying, and we are in conversation with you, Jesus, it is a good opportunity to talk to you about those friends of ours we want to get close to you. But in trying to get people close to you, Jesus, at times we can rely too much on ourselves. Sometimes we try to find convincing arguments, or some inspirational case, or infallible reasons, or an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> And that's the problem. We can't tend to rely more on something than on someone, on you, Jesus. You see, Philip didn't get discouraged when Nathaniel threw at him his negative comment. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip didn't waste a second trying to contend with him to refute his dislike for the people of Nazareth. Come on, Nathaniel. Of course, there are good things in Nazareth. The wine is good. <laughs> Because then the conversation would have moved away from Jesus and focused on Nazareth and its people. And that would be a conversation Nathaniel would be comfortable with, but not what Philip wanted to talk about. You may have some of those friends or relatives. They are happy to talk with you about football, politics or about the weather. But if you try to talk about God, they react like the people of Athens when St. Paul mentioned the resurrection. Do you remember in chapter 17 of the book of Acts? They were happy listening to Paul speak about a God that had created heaven and earth, who was ruling the world and administering justice. But when the apostle mentioned that his God could raise the dead, they stopped liking it. We read, when they heard about the resurrection of the dead, 
Some of them sneered. But others said, Oh, we shall hear you another time about this. They were not interested. So when Nathaniel tried to put Philip off, Philip didn't take the bait. He didn't try to convince him. He just said, Come and see. Exactly the same words that you, Jesus, said to John and Andrew when they asked you where you lived. Come and see. And that did the trick. We read that Nathaniel came to see you, Jesus, and he was bowled over. St. John writes, When Jesus saw Nathaniel coming towards him, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite, in whom there is no guile. Nathaniel asked him, How do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathaniel replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Wow. That's simple, eh? <laughs> it took you, Jesus, two sentences for Nathaniel to confess that you were the Son of God and the Messiah. Two sentences to prove that Philip was right. And it was all about meeting you in person. This makes sense. It is not the same to have someone describe a painting for you as to see it with your own eyes. It is not the same having someone explain a film to you as to watch the film yourself. It is not the same to have someone describe a person to you as to meet that person in real life. A picture is worth a thousand words. They tell the story of King Henry III, Henry of Winchester, King of England, who used to attend Holy Mass every day. And one day, one of his advisors mentioned that a famous preacher was then in town. And he suggested, Would it not be better to go and to listen to that preacher instead of going to Mass today? To which the king replied, Well, I love listening to people speaking well of my friends, but I would rather see my friends and be with them. <laughs> the best way I can help my friends and relatives is not by trying to convince them with arguments, but by inviting them to come and see you, Jesus, in person, to meet the one who knows them, who loves them, who has died for them and is waiting to spend time in dialogue with them, to come to you, Jesus, unlike Saint Nathaniel, they will be attracted to you like iron to a magnet. Mary, my mother immaculate, may your children meet your son, the one that Nathaniel met that day, the one that when you come and see him, you only want to follow him for the rest of your life. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. Daybreak. 
Celebrating St. Bartholomew, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the 
Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Hallelujah. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Their, their voice has gone, gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Their, Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. They proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasped the meaning of his deeds. They proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasped the meaning of his deeds. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin, and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. They, they proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasp the meaning of his deeds. God's holiness was revealed by them. 
all nations saw God's glory. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. They proclaimed the Lord's praises, told of his power to save, and of the wonders he had worked. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians, Men should regard us as servants of Christ and administrators of the mysteries of God. The first requirement of an administrator is that he prove trustworthy. It matters little to me whether you or any human court pass judgment on me. I do not even pass judgment on myself. Mind you, I have nothing on my conscience, but that does not mean that I am declaring myself innocent. The Lord is the one to judge me, so stop passing judgment before the time of his return. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and manifest the intentions of hearts. At that time, everyone will receive his praise from God. Brothers, I have applied all this to myself and Apollos by way of example for your benefit. May you learn from us not to go beyond what is set down, so that none of you will grow self-important by reason of his association with one person rather than another. Who confers any distinction on you? Name something you have, that you have not received. If, then, you have received it, why are you boasting as if it were your own? At the moment you are completely satisfied, you have grown rich, you have launched upon your reign with no help from us. Would that you had really begun to reign, that we might be reigning with you. As I see it, God has put us apostles at the end of the line like men doomed to die in the arena. We have become a spectacle to the universe, to angels and men alike. 
We are fools on Christ's account. Ah, but in Christ you are wise. We are the weak ones, you the strong. They honor you while they sneer at us. Up to this very hour we go hungry and thirsty, poorly clad, roughly treated, wandering about homeless. We work hard at manual labor. When we are insulted, we respond with a blessing. Persecution comes our way. We bear it patiently. We are slandered, and we try conciliation. We have become the world's refuse, the scum of all. That is the present state of affairs. I am writing you in this way not to shame you, but to admonish you as my beloved children. Granted you have ten thousand guardians in Christ, you have only one Father. It was I who begot you in Christ Jesus through my preaching of the gospel. I beg you then, be imitators of me. I no longer call you servants, but my friends. For I have shared with you everything I have heard from my Father. The mysteries of the kingdom of heaven have been revealed to you. Blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For I have shared with you everything I have heard from my Father. From a homily on the first letter to the Corinthians by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. It was clear through unlearned men that the cross was persuasive. In fact, it persuaded the whole world. Their discourse was not of unimportant matters, but of God and true religion, of the gospel way of life and future judgment. Yet it turned plain, uneducated men into philosophers. How the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and his weakness stronger than men. In what way is it stronger? It made its way throughout the world and overcame all men. Countless men sought to eradicate the very name of the crucified, but that name flourished and grew even mightier. Its enemies lost out and perished. The living who waged war on a dead man proved helpless. Therefore, when a Greek tells me I am dead, he shows only that he is foolish indeed. For I, whom he thinks a fool, turn out to be wiser than those reputed wise. So, too, in calling me weak, he but shows that he is weaker still, for the good deeds which tax collectors and fishermen were able to accomplish by God's grace, the philosophers, the rulers, the countless multitudes cannot even imagine. Paul had this in mind when he said, The weakness of God is stronger than men. That the preaching of these men was indeed divine is brought home to us in the same way, for how otherwise could twelve uneducated men who lived on lakes and rivers and wastelands get the idea for such an immense enterprise? How could men who perhaps had never been in a city or a public square think of setting out to do battle with the whole world? That they were fearful, timid men, the evangelist makes clear. He did not reject the fact or try to hide their weaknesses. Indeed, he turned these into a proof of the truth.
what did he say of them? That when Christ was arrested, the others fled, despite all the miracles they had seen, while he who was the leader of the others denied him. How then account for the fact that these men who in Christ's lifetime did not stand up to the attacks by the Jews, set forth to do battle with the whole world once Christ was dead, if, as you claim, Christ did not rise and speak to them and rouse their courage? Did they perhaps say to themselves, What is this? He could not save himself, but he will protect us? He did not help himself when he was alive, but now that he is dead he will extend a helping hand to us? In his lifetime, he brought no nation under his banner, but by uttering his name, we will win over the whole world? Would it not be wholly irrational even to think such thoughts, much less to act upon them? It is evident, then, that if they had not seen him risen and had proof of his power, they would not have risked so much. We preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and an absurdity to Gentiles, but to those who have heard his call. Christ Christ is is the the power power of of God God and the the wisdom wisdom of God. We are afflicted in every way possible, but in all of these trials the victory is ours because of Christ who loves us. Christ Christ is is the the power of God and and the the wisdom wisdom of of God. Let us pray. Strengthen in us, O Lord, the faith by which the blessed Apostle Bartholomew clung wholeheartedly to your Son, and grant that through the help of his prayers your Church may become for all the nations the sacrament of salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Feast of St. Bartholomew, Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the call of Bartholomew, also known as Nathaniel, from the first chapter of the Gospel of John. Philip found Nathaniel. We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. Truly, truly, I say to you, 
you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, Bartholomew, or Nathaniel as he is often called, sets a very good example for us, and that is according to what the Lord says about him when he first meets him. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. In Jesus' praise for Nathaniel, we discover the predilection of Christ for the sincere person. The Master says of the new disciple, In him there is no guile. He is a man without pretense. He does not have two tongues, one for saying the truth and another for telling lies. The same should be said of each one of us, since we are men and women of one peace who try to live the faith we profess with all its consequences. The lying person, filled with duplicity ever vacillating, always sounds like a broken bell. You are reading in that dictionary the synonyms for insincere, two-faced, surreptitious, evasive, disingenuous, sly. As you close the book, you ask the Lord that nobody should ever be able to apply those adjectives to you. And you resolve to improve much more in this supernatural and human virtue of sincerity. This virtue is fundamental for following Christ since he is divine truth and abhors all deceit. Even his enemies recognized Christ's love for the truth. Master, they told him on one occasion, we know you are truthful and teach the way of God in truth and care not for any man, for you do not regard the person of men. He teaches us that our own ideas and thoughts have to be in accordance with the truth. Let your speech be yes, yes, or no, no, and whatever is beyond these comes from evil. The devil, on the other hand, is the father of lies, since he always tries to lead men into sin, the greatest deception. Jesus himself, who is always understanding and merciful with every human weakness, strictly condemns the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. We can the more readily imagine the Lord's joy in his encounter with Nathaniel. Truth will bring us authentic freedom. The Gospel verse establishes a close relationship between truth and freedom. Jesus Christ meets the man of every age, even our own, with the same words, You will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They contain simultaneously a fundamental requirement and a warning. An honest rapport with respect to the truth is a condition for real freedom. May we never fear the truth, though on occasion it may seem that being truthful will bring some trouble which we could avoid with a lie. Only good can come from the truth. Lying is never worthwhile, not even for economic gain at the expense of a little sacrifice of truth, or for freeing us from punishment, or from having to undergo a rough time. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 16 minutes before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Love one another as I have loved you. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hand. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My commandment is this, love one another as I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael. Bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. There is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. You are my friends, says the Lord, if you do what I command you. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy, and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips, and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful.
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. You are my friends, says the Lord, if you do what I command you. A reading from Ephesians. You are strangers and aliens no longer. No, you are fellow citizens of the saints and members of the household of God. You form a building which rises on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the capstone. Through him, the whole structure is fitted together and takes shape as a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you are being built into this temple to become a dwelling place for God in the Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. You have made them rulers over all the earth. You have have made made them them rulers rulers over over all the earth. They will always remember your name, O Lord, over all the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. You You have have made them rulers over all the earth. On the foundation stones of the heavenly Jerusalem, the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb are written. The Lamb of God is the light of that holy city. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. On the foundation stones of the heavenly Jerusalem, the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb are written. The Lamb of God is the light of that holy city. Beloved friends, we have inherited heaven along with the apostles. Let us give thanks to the Father for all his gifts. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. 
Praise be to you, Lord, for the banquet of Christ's body and blood given us through the apostles, which refreshes us and gives us life. The The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the feast of your word, prepared for us by the apostles, giving us light and joy. The The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for your holy church, founded on the apostles, where we are gathered together into your community. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the cleansing power of baptism and penance that you have entrusted to your apostles, through which we are cleansed of our sins. The The company company of of apostles praises you, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that we may be your apostles in our own age. And for all of our intentions in that regard, we pray. We pray to the Lord. The The company company of of apostles praises you, O Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Strengthen in us, O Lord, the faith by which the blessed Apostle Bartholomew clung wholeheartedly to your Son, and grant that through the help of his prayers your Church may become for all the nations the sacrament of salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Hey, in case you didn't hear, we surpassed our goal of $3 million in the relevant radio summer pledge drive last week and that is thanks to you it is only because of you that relevant radio continues to exist morning air is up next i'm paul sadek i'll see you tomorrow morning 4 a.m central or on the relevant radio app go out make this a great day and live in the light of the lord Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.